6.52 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Our teammate from ESPN Milwaukee, Jen Lotta, in the house this morning. You were asking about the weather. I said tonight, partly cloudy skies, so kind of iffy if you're going to do what you thought you were going to do. You know, I was thinking about taking the kids, throwing them in the Jeep, taking the top off of the Jeep, and driving <laughs> north. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Isn't that interesting how sentence structure matters, right? Punctuation matters. Comma, uh, in the Jeep. <laughs> driving north and trying to check out the northern lights. Supposed to be good viewing tonight if conditions yes. are right in terms of us here on the ground. I'll be paying attention to that closely. Um, although, I don't love the weather app on my phone. I don't love like, it, it's yeah, great for temperature, but it's not going to help me out with something like that, right? right? It's not going to help me out with cloud coverage and whether I can see the northern lights in Wisconsin. That's why you still need Nisnansky in them there to interpret the data. Because all it is on your phone is, uh, you know, data. Numbers. You ever been outside and it says 100% chance of rain and it's not raining? <laughs> See, have I ever been outside? Pause. Yes, yes I've been outside. Have. Well, yes, exactly. So. You know, I remember waking up my kid once because he asked me, he was like 10 at the time. He's like, can I see the, you know, the blood red moon or whatever? Some, some type of right, the eclipse moon type of thing. Yeah. And, and uh, so I woke him up. We talked about it. We looked at it. We like had a conversation. He went back to bed the next day. I'm like, yeah, so the moon. He's like, what are you talking about? He had no memory. Oh, God. Did you ever have a telescope when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a big thing when we were kids, I feel like. Like the, the kids in the neighborhood that had telescopes felt like they were the lucky kids, the rich kids. We ended up getting a telescope for one Christmas. I think we used it three times. I was going to say, I got three times. Because right. I was like a space kid and, you know, a little bit into astronomy. And I desperately wanted this one that I saw in a magazine somewhere. And I got it like dream gift, right? I can't tell you how many times I used it. Did you ever use it like to spy on somebody in the neighborhood? You know, no. throw we tried, but there was nothing interesting <laughs> happening in my neighborhood. We did try, but it was like, what am I going to look at? The old lady next door? <laughs> I guess it depends. In, again, please see earlier conversation about things taken out of context. I, no, I, I just remember being sort of underwhelmed probably by what I was seeing through there. Okay, the moon was just really big. Yeah, right, just a couple a of dot, little pock yeah. marks in there. I did not have the world's greatest telescope. You might have been able to see some constellations, right? If you were, maybe. But other than that, yeah, it was one of those things that it always seemed better than it actually was for a kid gift. Hey, hey. can I transition? Yes, please. Uh, I wanted to ask about uh, Northwestern uh, University. Obviously, there's that's a huge story this week. What's happening with their head coach, who's been terminated now because of the hazing? Where does it go from here? Do you expect? Do you expect other? I don't know whether it's other colleges or other universities who have football programs. Are they all going into their own? Hey, coach, what's going on here? Can we make sure we're clear? I mean, is this a, is there a scramble happening across the a country? A reset. So do you guys know what CYA stands for? I sure do. Cover your assets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I like yours better, actually. Um, I don't understand why these coaches who are making millions and millions and millions of dollars. In the case of Pat Fitzgerald, it was $5.75 million this year. But I believe he had like a 10-year contract with Northwestern that was close to $60 million across the board. I don't understand why people in positions like that, whose livelihood is so, I don't want to say delicate, but like... Anything like this could just destroy your legacy, your livelihood, your income. Why don't they have people that they employ who basically their only job is to warn them of trapdoors and landmines? Like, that's it. You're my buddy. I trust you implicitly. All I need you to do is tell me when something is going on that could get me fired. Because what I think happens in these sports spaces, 
coaches, you got a lot of yes men around you. Yep. You got a lot of people who's you got a coach. You bet, coach. Exactly. Whatever you need, great, absolutely stay. I'll you know burn the candle at both ends. I'll be you know watching film and all that. Who is saying no to these guys? That's what I want to know. So maybe you. Take a little bit of that $60 million that you're bringing in, Pat Fitzgerald, and you hire a guy, one guy, and he basically just looks out for you. And then he knows what's going on in the program. And then he's reporting to you, and he's telling you, hey, I'm hearing whispers of this. I'm hearing rumors of this. This might be happening. And then they assess from like a risk management standpoint, whether or not that's going to get you fired. Let's take this into our households, too. And for so many of you, you got kids in sports, right? Like... Got to talk to him about this kind of stuff. And I think my message to my young athletes would be, you know what feels right. You know in your gut what what feels right and wrong. And do not be afraid to stand up. Before you go run into the coach to tattle on him, stand up to your teammates and just say, this isn't right. This isn't what our team needs. What are we doing? I'm I'm not standing in a line here to let you slap me in whatever way you're doing it. I'm not doing that. That's a really great point. The other point that I have used is I know there are people who are giving the president, the university, a lot of grief for flip-flopping, if you will, on the punishment, saying, oh, it was two weeks initially, and then, oh, public perception and cancel culture and all of that, and then you decided to fire him. What I said to my son, who's 14 years old, is it's never too late to do the right thing. So if you believe that firing Pat Fitzgerald was the right thing to do, if you believe that your program, your university could not withstand whatever reputation was going to go along with keeping him on, it's never too late to do the right thing. And I don't love that they've been criticized for changing their mind if they believe that this was the better outcome for their university as a whole. Jen Lotta, ESPN Milwaukee. Great to see you, my friend. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.